Hey, and welcome to the Spell Strong Podcast. So happy you're here and listening today. I'm your host, Crystal. This is a place where military spouses can find practical resources and solutions to help them bounce back in life challenges through resilience training, boundary setting, pursuing purpose beyond being a military spouse, and healing through exercising mindfulness. I hope that this episode inspires you, empowers you, and equips you today. And also, I hope it blesses you in some way. So go ahead and grab a cup of coffee and let's get to work, my friend. Hey, Mama. Welcome to the Spouse Strong Mama podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. And this is this podcast is for stay-at-home mom, mamas who are also military spouses. And so we are talking about today about our series in the series called Prayer Life, um, being intentional with your prayers um, with God. And so today is episode one of the four that we're going to be doing. So I named it Prayer Basics. And I was kind of thinking, well, I don't know what to really call it. So I just kind of went Prayer Basics. And it's... As I was going through it and I was thinking, well, I'm not sure if this is really what I want to name it, but here we are. (laughs) So I was going through it and I was like, wow, you know what? There are several things that I want to kind of hit on. So let's go ahead and get into it. All right, here we go. So pray basic basics. I want to ask you a question and this is just a question I want to kind of put out there. Is there really a right way to start praying? I'm going to tell you the answer is no, there's not. So I kind of want to give you three reasons why most of us worry so much about how to pray, right? And in the last, in in the introduction, if you haven't heard the introduction, the overview of this series, you need to go ahead and head over there and listen to it because we talk about the 10 myths that we busted, right? 10 myths about praying that a lot of people don't realize the do's, not like necessarily the do's and the don'ts, but they don't realize that prayer is, yes, it's an intimate relationship with God and you're constantly talking with God and you are in cahoots with him when you're praying. Um, But we didn't realize is there's a lot of things that we pray for that are not meaningful, right? Um, and so if you want to listen to that pot, that episode in my podcast, you got to go back to the introduction to this series, because it really does give you an overview of what we're going to talk about. And I changed some of the titles because when I went back and I looked at it, I'm like, I'm not liking those titles. So, and I want to be intentional with this and I wanted to help you guys out. So here we go. There are three reasons why most of us worry about how to pray. And I don't know about you, but for me, for the longest time, when I had a hard, like longest time, I had a hard time praying because I always often did not know what to pray or what to say, right? So the number one reason why most of us our worry about praying or how to pray or even to try to get started. We just don't know what to say. Um, 
And that could be really difficult for a lot of us, especially like if we don't like to publicly like pray and, you know, we're like in a circle and we're trying to pray. We don't know what to say. Um, and so that can be really, really difficult. And I'm going to give you some tips later on to help you kind of ease into like knowing what to say. And, um, not really like, not really like do's and don'ts because I don't believe in do's and don'ts. I believe that prayer is very intimate and it's an intimate relationship that you have with God. But I am going to give you some like, I guess some applications to help you ease into like knowing what to say. So number two, wanting to say the perfect prayer. Oh my goodness. Sometimes this can keep people from praying. Like trying to figure out what to say one, right? Don't know what to say, but wanting to say the perfect prayer. I think sometimes there's just not a perfect way to pray. You just pray like God, like sometimes like for myself, like I'll just get into a mood where like I have to pray. Like, and people are looking at me like, what are you doing? I'm praying. <laughs> so I don't think there's like per se, like a perfect prayer, to be honest. Look in the Bible and there's different parts of the Bible. If you read the Bible, there's a lot of prayers in there. You know, they seem perfect, right? Um, But in fact, prayer is more of an intimate, non-perfect, like, conversation with God. Like, I, I'm sorry, but that I have to put that out there. Like your prayer to God is not going to be perfect because he already knows what you're thinking. He already knows what's going on in your life. He knows everything. He just wants you to communicate with him and to pray to him and to, um, be courageous in your praying. So number three, this goes into kind of number three. Um, Lack of faith that we won't, we, or lack of faith, sorry, lack of faith that we, when we pray, we won't, it won't happen. So sometimes what keeps us from praying is when we have a, I like a lack of faith, or maybe it's not just a lack of faith. Maybe it's just a fear of not like praying something and not seeing an outcome. And the, I'm going to kind of go into this in a little bit because I'm going to talk about five reasons why we don't, why we might not pray. But this is the reason why we worry about praying is because we lack the faith that our prayers won't be answered. And so this just comes from fear. This is based on our selfish and selfishness and not allowing the Holy Spirit to truly work in us. And this is like, if you're constantly in the word and you're constantly learning the word and you're reading the word and you're regurgitating the word, the Holy Spirit will work within you and you won't have that lack of, lack of faith. You won't have the fear that stands in your way of praying to him. So Here's five reasons why we might not pray. Now, I talked about why most of us worry about praying, right? Like, we don't know what to say. We want to say everything perfect. And we lack the faith of, you know, 
things won't happen the way we want them, right? So these are reasons why we might not pray. Um, number one, not enough time. A lot of us feel like we don't have enough time, like especially stay-at-home moms who have babies at home or toddlers at home. We don't feel like we have enough time to pray. And I'm about to show you how you can implement prayer, even if it's just a tiny prayer, into your day when you have a toddler yanking at your 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 feet. I've been there. I get it. Um, so we might not pray because we don't have enough time. Um, that can be a big issue for a lot of people. Um, it used to be an issue for me. Like I kept telling myself, I just don't have enough time. But then I found time. So I actually have a time inventory sheet and that'll really help you find ways to kind of plug God's prayers in your day and figure out like where in your time are you wasting time because time can be wasted and where are those times in your in your day that you're wasting time that you could probably like implement a prayer time so that'll help you it's in our Facebook group go grab it it's free yeah number 2 popcorn prayers we think we're enough i so I was talking to one of my friends and she said that she feels like sometimes she does not pray intentionally. Like she just, someone t comes to her and says, Hey, like, can you pray for me? And she's like, she, she told me she calls it popcorn prayers, which sometimes is okay. If you don't have enough time in the day. Um, but sometimes people really think that these popcorn prayers are just enough and that's it. Like there's no like deeper level, no, it's just surface level of praying, right? They don't get deep. They don't ever get deep. They don't ever like, and I'm not, I'm not saying this to shame anybody, but I'm saying it never gets deeper than that. And I'm going to help you figure that out. Like I'm going to help you figure out how to go deeper with your prayers and not just surface level prayers. Like when someone comes to you, it's like, Hey, can you pray for so-and-so? Or, Hey, can you pray for my dad? Or um, you know, pray for my family member, truly, truly being intentional with it. Um, not just be like, okay, I pray for that person. Okay. I pray for that person. So that's definitely something that we might not, we might pray, but we might not do it in an intentional way. Um, number three, not able to see the plan because we are not waiting well, huh? Whew, that one is a doozy. <laughs> Not able to see the plan. Like, so when you pray, what are you praying, you know? But this right here really gets me because when I look at it, I'm like, wow. So there have been times in my own life that when I don't see the plan in front of me, it's because I'm not waiting well, I'm not waiting with Thanksgiving. I'm not waiting for God to work into my life. And so then I just stopped praying about it. And that's actually happened a few times. And then God really showed me differently. Um, so that may be another reason why you don't pray is because you don't, you're not able to see the plan being, because we're human, right? We don't see the plan in front of us. So then we just have a hard time waiting 
well for him to give us the answers. And this is going to kind of go into number number five too, but let's go ahead and go to number four. Too busy to pray deeply, consumed with negative thoughts, keeping you from praying. This one is a big one for a lot of people. When you have negative thoughts, it does keep you from praying. Um, for the longest time, I dealt with negative thoughts and I'm like, I didn't want to get out of bed sometimes. And to be honest, it really did consume me. And so when I crack up my Bible and I start reading and I started reading like scriptures on worry and sadness and depression, and it truly, really helped me, um, navigate that my negative thoughts can be brought to the cross. So, and so I became like way too busy to pray deeply because I was so consumed with my negative thoughts that were, it was just keeping me from praying. And sometimes it happens to people, you get locked into this depression and anxiety and you feel like there's no way out, but there is, there is totally a way out. You can leave it at the cross, leave it with Jesus and just surrender that to him. So you can do that through prayer, just even talking to him or writing. And, you know, I'm going to go into like a little bit of that here in a minute. Um, but let's go ahead and get to number five, which is unanswered prayers over and over again. Yet again, I want to, I want to repeat this. This is a faith issue. Um, we have to see the good out of the unanswered prayers because sometimes I, I don't want to sound really like mean or negative here, but sometimes our answer, unanswered prayers are probably like the best ones because let's say you are praying about getting a raise at your job. Um, there might be obligations that you would have to do that God may not be directing you towards. You know, his plans are his plans for you. And let's say you put in a raise for a job and you've prayed about it, you prayed about it, you prayed about it, and there's just no, like, no answer to it, right? And so we stop praying about it. You know, God tells us to continue to pray about everything. And so when we stop praying about it, it's because he didn't answer that prayer. He didn't answer it over and over again. So then our faith kind of just dwindles, right? And then we get disappointed. We get hurt. We get all these things, these emotions, and we not realize that sometimes seeing the good of an unanswered prayer is the way that God is working through us. And what I mean by that is that when something doesn't get answered, human side of us, right, automatically retreats and we're done. This is where faith comes into. If you continuously pray about it and be courageous in your prayer, he will work through it. Even if he doesn't answer that prayer of you getting that raise, maybe it's a maybe it's for you to take action to find a different place to work. Let's just put that in perspective. Maybe the reason why he's not answering your prayer to get a raise at work is probably because he wants you to do the work to find 
maybe a different place to work. So I've just taken that example um, because I know that this is a lot, a controversy of like, well, I don't pray because, you know, every time I pray, my prayers just don't get answers. So what's the point? Which is a very pessimistic way of looking at life, but it's a very, very, um, very good reason for you not to pray, right? Like, oh, you're not answering my prayers. So I'm kind of over it and I'm not going to pray anymore about it. Um, even with your unanswered prayers, we have to see the good in it. And I think sometimes that's hard for us. I know it's hard for me sometimes, but I want to kind of go into how, like, even with your unanswered prayers, how can you be courageous and talk about some of the courageous people in the, in the Bible. And I want to talk about men, but I also want to talk about women. And I have some, um, I do have some scriptures here that I want to share with you. And then we're going to go into the application part of all this and help you kind of navigate basics. One of basics of prayer and praying. Uh, I had it somewhere. Where'd it go? men in the Bible, some of the courageous men in the Bible, and there's a lot of places in the Bible that you could find courageous men and courageous women. So, but I want to kind of go between the two, like men, um, I, I wrote some down just for my perspective. Um, you might have some that you might want to share and that's great. Like totally go over to our Facebook group and, sh and Facebook community and share that. I think it's really important that we share our understanding of the Bible and the word. So, and the people in the Bible too. So, um, I'm, I put three of each. So there's probably more out there, I'm sure, but I only put three because these are three that really resonate with me. Um, Moses prayed on the mountain for God's people. So praying for other people is the biggest thing. And I notice a theme here. Notice a theme here for a minute. I just want you to take a moment and notice a theme here in a minute. So Moses prayed on the mountain for his people. David was um, dedicated to God um, and prayed courageously, even in the lion's den. Remember when he was in the lion's den and he was going to be eaten alive, to be honest. And so he prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. So his courageous pray saved his life pretty much. So I think of that story all the time when I think of David. Um, Paul prayed for other people's peace and joy that God might fill them up with the Holy Spirit. So he did pray for all the churches. Like he was praying for the churches. So he was praying with other people. Now you're going to see a theme here and I hope you catch the theme because I'm about to go into the women's and then I'm going to give you some uh, scriptures between those because I found scriptures for that one. Um, and I kind of just wrote some of them down. So Deborah prayed to lead, which talks about in Judges 5. Um, you can go to Judges 5 and Judges, like literally talking about. And I'll, I'll put these in the um, 
in the description so that you can actually go to them and read because I'm not going to read the whole thing. They're pretty long, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. But um, so Deborah prayed to lead. So she was a leader. And actually, she was the I think she was like the first leader in the Bible. If you read like she's the first women leader in the Bible and she led um, an army. And so she prayed to lead others. So God, like she asked God to lead other people, which I think is amazing. I'm just putting it out there, but it was really amazing to like read that in the Bible, the fact that she prayed to lead other people to war. Like it's, it's crazy. You gotta go, you gotta go read it. It's really, really, really crazy story. Like if you read about Deborah, man, you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, Hannah, she actually prayed unashamed. Like she prayed unashamed and she laid her grief at the cross. And when I think of Hannah, I think of myself. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be raw and I'm going to be real. Hannah, I think of myself when I think of Hannah. And when I read Hannah's story, I'm like, wow, that was me when I was at my lowest low and I felt so shameful and I was grieving and all these things. And, um, so it really, truly resonated with me. Like Hannah resonates with me. Like if I could have like anybody in the Bible to, to truly resonate with, it would be with Hannah because she truly showed. And if you go to, um, one Samuel one, and you just read her story, she really shows that when you're grieving and you are just, you're at loss and you lay it down to the cross and you pray about it and you just ask God to just come and scoop you up like the daughter you are of his. It truly, truly, really, really does help you a lot to pray and just give it to him. I had to figure that out at my lowest of low. Like I hit rock bottom and it was so bad that I didn't know if I could come back from it. And so when I felt that, I just was like, when I started reading her story, I was just like, wow, she's truly, truly epitome of what I was going through. Just go read her story. It's really, really cool. It's really, really neat. And if you really, really want to pray unashamed, she's a good example, like totally awesome example. So um, go to 1 Samuel 1, it's 10 through 16, uh, 10 through, I'm sorry, 10 through, it's almost like the whole, the whole chapter. So if you just read the whole chapter, make sure you read from beginning to end, you'll totally, totally learn her story. It's really, really cool. Um, Esther. She prayed for others and not for what she wanted. So Esther's a really good example of how to pray on selfishness, you know, to not pray selfishness, like to not be selfish when you're praying. She, she really, really prayed for other people. And if you go and read, um, did I write this one down? I don't think I wrote this one down. Did I write it down? Sorry, boys. I don't know if I wrote it down or not. 
I don't think I wrote it down. Oops, I didn't write it down. Um, I think if you just go read the book Esther, <laughs> you really, really, um, you, so if you just go read the whole book of Esther, you'll really, really understand it. Um, but she totally, totally prayed for others. So now if you can see what the theme is of all this, you really truly understand prayer as the basic prayer line. Think about it. Moses prayed for people, for the God's people on the mountain. Uh, Paul prayed for other people's peace and joy that they may be filled with the Holy Spirit. Deborah prayed pray to, or not Deborah, but Esther prayed for others and not for herself. So there's a theme here. When we start praying for other people and not ourselves, things can change. And I think that that's a great lesson to understand. And so I kind of want to just, I kind of want to just shift a little bit. I just wanted to give you that theme, but I want to like shift a little bit. And give you five ways to either get started on praying more or deepen your prayer life. So the number one thing I put on here is to get silent. Somewhere you can eat, uh, somewhere you can go to just kind of get quiet, even if it's after all the kids are in bed. So I know like a lot of us have little kids. I have older kids, but a lot of us have smaller kids. So Finding time after they go to bed to kind of just sit and be quiet is a great thing. Or even to open up your Bible and read your Bible is a great thing. Um, number two, you could start with, hey, God, thank you for allowing me to talk to you. I like to start off with, hey, God, like I like to talk to him like he's my friend. And so like when you start off with, hey, God, thank you for allowing me to talk to you. This is what's going on today. I don't know what to do, Lord. Could you just please guide me? And I kind of just say it like that. And it's not perfect. It's not like, I'm not going to give you like a script that you have to read. It's not perfect by no means, but just pour your heart out and just realize that your heart is what he's looking for. He's not really looking for you to say the perfect thing. Um, number three, you can write or just speak your prayer requests. You can write the, um, I always try to write some of mine down. Because sometimes writing them down might help you be able to go back, especially when you have more time. Um, and so I'm actually going to do a prayer journal. I think I'm going to create a prayer journal for our Facebook community group. And so you're going to want to like really check that one out. Um, our Facebook community community is uh, Pursuing God with Purpose, Spouse Strong. Um, you can just Google it or Facebook search it or whatever. But this, um, this, writing it down might be a little hard. So maybe just like speaking it, saying a quick prayer or just a quick request and then going back to like listen to it so that when the kids are down for bed, you're able to just listen to it and be like, okay, I know what to pray about, right? Um, so that'll be helpful. 
This will help. It'll help with time constraint. I don't know why. I got these out of order. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Pray as a family or start doing it at the dinner table. Ask others to chime in if they feel that they have a request. This really might be difficult for like younger kids. Um, but here's an idea for you. So maybe make some cards to kind of help with them talking about topics at the dinner table if they're old enough to understand and talk. If they're not so much old enough to sit there and talk, just start doing the practice of like praying at the table, actually eating dinner at the table, eating family dinner at the table. I think that's the biggest thing is like eating more family dinners at the table and just praying. And then, you know, if someone has a request, they can just say, hey, I have a request I would like to talk about. And so that way, like you kind of get used to it as a family that that'll kind of help you ease into praying more intentionally. Um, Number five, so this is our last one, and I'm almost up to my 30 minutes. So this is my this is the last one. So take five to ten minutes a day and just speak to God, even if you write it down. So just take five to ten minutes a day, starting out. If you're just starting out learning how to pray, or if you've been maybe you've been praying a lot and you just want to kind of deepen your relationship with him, take five to ten minutes a day and just write it out. Either write it out or just just speak it to him or even say it in your mind. So just speak it to him or say it in your mind. And I mean, that's pretty much it. Like that, those are like five ways that you can either get started with praying or maybe deepen your relationship with God, especially with the whole write it out thing. Sometimes I find it, it's easier for me to write it and take the time to write. And I call them like letters to God. So like I have this notebook and maybe I'll show you guys the notebook eventually, but I have this notebook. It's called Letters to God, and it's literally me writing to God. So maybe starting a, a prayer journal of writing letters to God would be a great idea for you guys. Um, so with that said, I'm going to give you some scriptures on the descriptions. So Exodus 17, 11 through 13, 1 Samuel 9, 1 through 25. These are really long, by the way. So if you really want to go back and look at them, you can. Nehemiah 1, 1 through 11, and Jeremiah 29, 1 through 14. Very long. You can go read them. Also, while you're at it, go ahead and grab your free template. I'm going to be uploading it on how to make more time with prayer checklists. Um, you can totally go check it out at our Facebook group. And also, you can go ahead and grab that other I think I'm going to make a prayer journal for you guys too. So those are two freebies for you in one episode. I never do that. So two freebies in one episode. That's awesome. So go ahead and head over to our Facebook community um, group called Pursuing God with Purpose, Found Strong. You just have to search it up and go there. All right, guys, until the next episode. So next episode, we're going to talk about... Um, we're actually going to talk about, I'm going to do some more application and deepen in a little bit, deep into, um, and I forgot, I lost my word, guys. We're going to get deep into prayer a little bit more, but we're going to kind of do a little more deep 
So, it's somewhere around here. Okay, so we're just going to kind of find, like, I'm going to help you. I'm actually found it. So, I'm going to kind of help you next episode. It's going to be called Finding the Time to Be Intimately Praying with God. And I think I'm going to help you guys find ways to really deepen your prayer life with him. So, until next time, I am out of here. I'm over my limits. So, uh, peace out. Hey friends. Thank you so much for joining me and being here and just hanging out with me today and listening. I hope today's episode inspired, empowered, and equipped you today in some way. If it did, could you do me a favor? Can you head over to the Apple podcast and write me a review? It would be so helpful for other military spouses to see this podcast and to be able to hear it so that they might truly need it. Thank you so much for doing that. And thank you for those who have written a review and truly means the world to me. Because of you, others are able to make their lives better and we're all able to change the world. Also, if you're looking for a connection, a place to hang out, you should join our Facebook community called group called Bouncing Back Spouse Strong, where you can find a great supportive community of military spouses who are also learning how to bounce back together with mentorship in, in our Facebook group. Also, we have lots and lots of freebies. Yes, freebies that is, and training goodies in there that will help you along your resilient building journey. If you also have a topic or a question you would like to share with me, you can email me at spousestrongmama at gmail.com. This was so great today and I really hope it blesses you in some way. So until next time, y'all. Bye.